0: A Nightmare on Elm Street released in October of 1990 for the NES. Yes, for the final time, it's NES, not NES. Play Dr. Mario on Game Boy or NES. Kirby's Adventure on NES. Goodbye! Look at me, look at Mother. Goodbye! Your case is dismissed. Yes, you have no case. Anyway, the video game was published by LJN. Now... LGN doesn't necessarily have the greatest reputation, but I've heard some say that this is the greatest game that they've ever made. Jaws doesn't get the love it deserves. So straight from the manual, it says, it's up to you and your remaining friends to search Elm Street for his scattered bones, his meaning Freddy, and throw them into the high school furnace. If you can just stay awake long enough, you just might end Freddy Krueger's reign of terror for good. This was an NES game I grew up with, but never understood what to do or where to go. Playing many years later, I now know what to do, but where to go is still the question. You start outside in the neighborhood of Elm Street. Up top you see four different meters, which by the way the game allows four players if you have the four score. Head right jumping over bats and snakes with the A button, and if you want you can punch them with the B button. Who would be afraid of Freddy when you have a kid roaming the neighborhood gutsy enough to punch a snake in the freaking face? Continue along the side-scrolling neighborhood until you see a house that looks like you can enter. Once you enter these levels, you get many different enemies and a bone count on the display at the top of the screen. It tells you how many bones remain in that area. Collect them all so you can leave and continue. You can go through houses, the graveyard, and much more. You should always also keep your eye on your sleep meter. If you stay still for too long, you'll become more sleepy. Cups of coffee can be found as well, but it only slows down the meter. No matter what, you'll eventually fall asleep. And that's where you run into Freddy. The enemies get very creepy once you doze off. I mean, come on, a spider with Freddy's head. What's nice is, when we are in a dream, we can do things that we could never do in real life. And that works to our advantage in this game. You can collect three different special powers to use in the dream world and they will assist you in defeating whichever form of Freddy you come up against. Any of these are better than the jump and punch you have in the real world. When it's time for Freddy, the music will slow down and play the classic tune, 1, 2, Freddy's coming for you. This terrified me as a kid I used to pause the game because I was afraid what would happen when the music ended. Speaking of the music, it's great. I always say, a game must have a great soundtrack, and this soundtrack is killer, pun definitely intended. The controls are excellent for an NES game, it's it's just a really good game. It gets harder as you progress, but that's what games are supposed to do. This last time I played it, I finally beat it, and I would be lying to you if I said I didn't want to put the game in a dream with Freddy Krueger for eternity, but if you take a break and go back, you'll appreciate it. The only bad thing I'd say about the game is, how the boss battles have a health bar, but you don't get one. This was super annoying and by far the biggest issue of the game. The ending of the game leaves you with a bit of a cliffhanger, because, you know, just like Michael and Jason, Freddy doesn't die. So to sum up my review, here is a 10 count of what I thought of the game. 1, 2, that was my review, 3, 4, more can play with the four score, 5, Six, a health bar is what needs fixed. Seven, eight, the music is great. Nine, ten, I'd play it again.